What's up and welcome to Fortitude in 15 with Sam Panich and Parker Yablon, presented by Elevation Nation. In 15 minutes, we're going to talk about what's going on in the real world and give you some tips and tricks on how to activate mental fortitude and conquer the real world. What is up, Elevation Nation? It's your boy, Sam and Parker. Coming to you not live from Washington, D.C. and New York City. And it is time for another edition of Fortitude in 15. Ain't that right, Parker? It is, Sam. It is very much right. And this is episode 80. Wow, we are 20 episodes away from a big milestone, which is quite something else. But also... It is going into, what is today? Today is September 2nd. Wow, how is it September already, man? Football season, the leaves are going to start changing colors. I feel like we were just talking about this not too long ago. Time flies, man. It's been a crazy year. Um, I heard a very sad fact today from somebody I know that works with the CDC saying that Things aren't going to get back to relatively normal until 2024 because there's so many variations of COVID coming out. So do your part, get vaccinated, be safe, be smart, stay healthy, stay alive, staying alive, staying alive. Uh, uh, uh. Well, this week we had on a pretty damn cool guest. If you haven't listened to our podcast with Jack Settleman, Jack has over a million Snapchat followers for his sports Snapchat media empire, Snapback Sports. He's killing it, but more importantly, he's a really, really good guy. And he's reached immense amount of success at a young age, but he is still humble as hell. We had a great introspective conversation with him. So highly recommend you check it out. But I think, Parker, we have some inspiration for our episode this week. One of our friends came up with this topic, and I think it's a really important topic. Uh, for young adults in particular, and it is a topic centered in the workplace, and it's about having difficult conversations with your boss. And I know, Sam, you've had a few of those. I definitely have had many of those. Just difficult conversations, not in the sense that, you know, you're trying to figure out something or whatever that is maybe a negative, but just maybe you want to do something else. Maybe you're going to let that person down. Those are sometimes really freaking hard conversations to have, especially with a superior, someone who's giving you your feedback, giving you your reviews and all of that, maybe even deciding what your comp is going to be. Those tough conversations are hard. I mean, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. But at the end of the day, I think realizing that you're having this conversation with a human being that has goals, that has aspirations, that has a personality is one way that you can approach the conversation and try to do it in your favor. I actually read an interesting article this morning, Parker, that kind of relates to this topic. It was about asking HR for more support because this person was working from home and they were like, should I ask for more money? I've been purchasing a lot of supplies and things for my own home office. You know, I used to get those for free from the work office, but we don't have that anymore. And it's starting to cost a fair amount of money. And I thought, Again, every situation is unique. And the advice I gained from this article, what it essentially said was, don't ask for more money on your salary. Ask for them to help you pay for some of those supplies and expense them. And that was an interesting approach that, again, I think by switching the wording of asking for more for yourself 
but instead justifying what you need is one way that you can hopefully have some of those tougher conversations. That's a great perspective and a great way to go about it. I think in this case, well, the friend that came up to me and asked is he was having a difficult conversation with his manager because the manager was giving him too much of a workload. Uh, and you know, this guy really is passionate about his job. He's really uh, he takes pride in his job, and he felt like the addition of workload. It's not like he couldn't have done it, but it would have taken down the quality of how he would have been able to produce his work if he had to do this extra work. So it was an interesting conversation because we talked about, he was like, how do I go talk to my manager? Be like, hey, like the guy who literally just gave him the work, like, hey, I don't know if I can take this on because I still want to produce high quality work for you. And I think for me, when I when I think back to the difficult conversations that I've had I think just opening up and being vulnerable and transparent is the biggest thing, without a doubt. Bringing in how you're feeling and why you're feeling that way is huge. Letting that guard down to really let everything on the table so that there isn't anything forgotten about. You know, maybe they won't agree with you, but at least they know. Um, so I think that's what's good about maybe coming out with a little vulnerability but you need to be sometimes a little careful with being too vulnerable, I think. When it was an instance where you had a, a really difficult conversation, Sam, maybe with a boss or a, yeah. a superior? Um, I can think back to a little over a year ago when I was down at my parents in Savannah, Georgia, and realized I didn't want to live in New York City anymore. Yet my job, my office, all my coworkers, my client was all located in New York. And it was a really tough one you know, conversation I had with myself, then my friends and my family to figure out if that was the right move for me. And then even more so, I was really nervous about going to my bosses and asking if I could go move to DC. I didn't know what they would say. I didn't want to rub them the wrong way, but I knew it was something I needed to do. And I worked up the courage to have a few different conversations with a few of my bosses and client partners and and those folks. And I lost a lot of sleep over it. I was really nervous. But at the end of the day, I just explained my reasoning, my rationale, that I would work just as hard, if not harder, being over there. And I would travel when needed and do whatever it, it took to make sure that I was delivering high-quality work. And you know, lucky enough, they trusted me and, and were able to let me make that move, which has definitely made my quality of life increase significantly. And um, you, know, it, you work up all these different scenarios in your head with some of these hard conversations. But then when you have them, they usually go a lot better than you plan. We tend to be pessimistic and go worst case scenario, but usually it's really not that bad. And to add to that point, I think from a tactically speaking standpoint, whenever you approach one of these conversations, you don't want to just go in off the whim. You want to prepare. You want to write down exactly the points that you want to get across um, you know, literally just take out a piece of paper. What are the five main points that you want to hit on in that conversation? And make sure that you hit on all five of those points um, during the conversation. It's okay if you may be, you know, if it's not natural enough to hit on that point, just make sure you write them down and try and be intentional about the conversation. Because at the, la the last thing that you probably want is to have that person that you're talking to rub take it the wrong way, and then bring the conversation full circle. And now they're either talking down to you again or talking totally out of context of where you wanted to drive the conversation. Um, so just remember that. I think it's like the little things like that, I think, make a big, big difference when it comes to a, a more serious, formalized conversation like that. 
Yeah, 100%. And again, sometimes you just need to play the scenarios, best case, worst case, and most common case in your head and talk it through with someone of what's the worst, absolute worst case scenario of how this conversation could go. Could you get taken off an account? Could you lose your job? Could you get fired? Could you get sued? Probably not, but... Well, that's the worst case. Exactly. Play that worst case out. Then play the best case where you get everything you want and then play the middle ground, right? And present those three scenarios in your mind so that you're comfortable with each of them before you go in. I totally agree. I actually, it's funny you say that. I read a, I'm reading a book right now and it talks about an exercise like that. What's the best case scenario? Write down a piece of paper. On the other side of the piece of paper, write down worst case scenario. And then in the middle, write down where you think it'll fall. And note it, it brings kind of like, it humbles you a little bit. It makes you realize, wait, this isn't as big as of a conversation as I think it was. Or maybe you realize, wow, this is an actually really important conversation. I need, I need to prepare more. Or maybe talk to more people about how to approach that conversation. Mentors in your life, people you work with who work under that person and know that person. Maybe you've had that conversation with them before. There's always different resources that you can go out and uh, take advantage of. Not take advantage of. Um, just seek before you have an important conversation like that. And I think, Sam, the biggest thing for me is I always try to tell myself that I want to be the driver of my own career. And if someone disagrees with something that I think is best for me, I'm going to push them to th- see it from my side. And if they don't agree, then you know I'll have to understand why they don't agree. But at the same time, I want to continue to drive myself forward and make the best decision for me because we are early in our careers and we want to be in the best position to succeed and elevate, right? Ain't that the truth, brother? That was great. And again, I think I, you know, extend the invitation. If anybody in Elevation Nation needs to have a tough conversation and they don't have anybody to run these scenarios by or practice or think through, you know, what could possibly happen or how to approach it, hit up Parker and myself. We have a link on our website, schedule time with us. You know, we always want to reach out and extend a hand wherever we can. So sometimes having an unbiased person to talk to with some of these conversations is helpful. So love that. Reach out to us. We'd be glad to chat. And Parker, I think with that being said, what's your perspective for today, man? You got anything good for us? I got a nice bulk of uh, quotes that I'm just going to start. Okay. I've been really intentional about my writing down of quotes, Sam. So... I have one said by Mark Twain. Do you know who that is? I feel like that's a familiar name, right? I do, yes. Is he an astronaut? No. Baseball player? No. Chef? No, Parker. Well, I'm just messing with you, Sam. I know who Mark (laughs) Twain is. Come on. The writer. Yes. Thank goodness. Proud of you. Okay. Well, Mark Twain once said, and I don't know where, 20 years from now, You'll be more disappointed by the things you did not do than the ones you did. The perspective is just like, go out and do it. Whether you fail, whether you succeed, knowing you're going to fail, knowing you're going to succeed. But most of the times in life, I feel like you don't know what really the outcome is going to be unless you try. And to his point is when you're older and you look back on your life and you're not, you know, even now for us, we're 25. When you look back at our, our lives five years ago, maybe even three years ago, maybe even this year, the things that we didn't do and we can't do anymore because we're not in that position anymore. Okay, now I'm going to go out and do all the things that I want to do now 
because I know down the road, maybe, just maybe, I want to belittle the disappointment. What do you think about that? <laughs> I mean, yeah, one of my biggest fears is living with regret, not of the things that I did, but of the things that I didn't have a chance to do, right? And it's scary. You never know when your last day is going to be. So do your best to take advantage, have those tough conversations early, often, do what makes you happy and feel fulfilled because the last thing you want is to have a life full of what ifs. Yeah, it's like, it's so much better to try and say you did it than look back and be like, damn, I didn't even try. I didn't even do it. Dang, like why, 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 why? And then you'll you'll never have that opportunity. Mm-hmm. Whereas you and I both know, Sam, and I said this last night too, is pushing yourself outside your comfort zone is generally a win-win situation. And if you don't know what I'm saying about a win-win situation, you might as well listen to our episode with Jack this week. Episode 79 was released on Tuesday. I talk a little bit more about what I mean by that. But Sammy, this was a fun one. Shout out. I know you got a little ad plug for us. Yeah, we got a quick ad plug. Uh, shout out Tyler Phillips and his company, Hummy. They are currently fundraising for their next round. I believe it's a Kickstarter. So check out Hummy. They make really delicious vegan chickpea-based yummy products. And I think they're working on muffins. He, he calls them toughens because they're tough. So check out his fundraising page here. So check him out if that's uh, up your alley. Good friend of ours, entrepreneur, kicking butt. We love you, Tyler. Keep doing what you're doing. And on that note, until next week, Elevation Nation, peace. Hey, it's Parker again. Thanks for listening to Fortitude and 15 this week. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever it may be. If you want to join the nation and follow Sam and my journey, you can follow us at elevationnation.io or you can visit us on the web at www.elevationnation.io. DM us, text us, email us if you want to share your story, you have any ideas for the podcast, or if you think anyone else should join our conversations. Our intro is produced by Jay. Shoot him a follow on Instagram at producedbyjay. Thanks to our mentors, Rich Keller and David Hess for their constant support. Be sure to tune in for the next conversation. See you then.